Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, I am your host, Blake Rufino. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is Are You Serious? We hope that you're making it a good one. We know that we are as well. Huge show in store for you tonight. Jake Crane, my man from Crane & Company, joins us at 7.30. We'll talk a lot of college football tonight here with Jake. Uh, looking forward to it, man, because there's not a lot of people I listen to in the space more than him and his opinion I value very greatly on all things college football. So excited to have Jake here at 7.30. We're going a little bit on a Rafino's rant. Before we do that, though, what what is going on with Eric Gilbert? Like, what is going on? I do. I just pray for the dude, man. Like, I, I, I'm not mad at him. I think he's making very dumb decisions. I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I, I hate it for him. He has all the talent in the world, and he's squandering it away. In case you missed it today, he was arrested early this morning for breaking into a convenience store, I guess, uh, and stealing, like, vapes and Delta 8s and uh, weed. It just, like, come on, buddy. Like, there's somebody on your team that's got – that can give you something to hold you over to tomorrow. You don't like me saying that. You know it's true, though. You know it's true. Come on, man. What are we doing? I pray for him, but we'll do that. We'll go on a quarterback tour here tonight. Jane Daniels versus Jordan Travis. Both guys very similar. Uh, uh, Jane Daniels spoke today with the media. We will touch on that. A lot of things he had to say along with 
Will Campbell, we'll talk about the captains. Pretty obvious of the four that would be announced here today of those four captains. Excited, excited for those four young men. We'll talk about that as well here tonight. We'll go around your SEC, Florida and Utah. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. South Dakota, Missouri, Virginia, and Tennessee, Ball State, Kentucky, New Mexico, and A&M, Ole Miss, and Mercer, Arkansas, and West Carolina, and UMass, and Auburn. We'll touch on some of those here tonight, and it was the final cut day. It's the final countdown. The final countdown for all of those that uh, got cut today from the Saints, and it's the final countdown for week one of college football, too, so... A lot of final countdowns today. Uh, really upset that Daryl Williams and John Trey Kirkland both got cut. Just going to say it, man. Just going to say, I get it. I get it. Why do you have to Why do you have to cut them? Come on, man. Keep one of them. Do us a favor. <laughs> anyway, Samuel A. says, it's Sam checking in from Mandeville. Have you heard all the FSU mad-talking shizite? Well, I'm glad Sam from Mandeville... Brings it up because what do you think the Rafino's rant is about here tonight? What do you think the Rafino's rant is about here tonight? Now, this is in good spirit. Let me say this very um, openly. This is all in good spirit and good faith. Uh, but Florida State fans running their mouths a little bit. Bro, I we literally had like 175 comments on last night's show. After the show was over, probably nine-tenths, 90% of those were Florida State fans. They have been ruthless. I dig it, but I do think that they're a little bit delusional. We'll talk about that. That is what the Rafinos rants about. So, Samuel from Mandeville. I love that he put his location in there as well. Where are you listening to us from tonight? Where's the whole town? What you represent? The 985, the 225, the 337, the 318, or the 504? Or are you in the 618? I don't know Houston's area code. Probably I should. Are you out there in Houston? Where are you listening to us from tonight? Put it inside the comments. We'll we'll get to a couple of those. Where are you listening from? Bastrop says Cindy. Bastrop, LA, the 318. Got 31831 great man. 31831 great. Clint Phillips from the parish. I hope everybody in the northern region knows what the parish is. But that is St. Bernard, the parish. You got to love it. Uh Corey Rogers with an early $499 super chat. Thank you so much Corey. Says, is Omar Spates equal to or greater than Micah Baskerville? Been wanting a second opinion on that for a while. So how about we do this, Corey? I will come back to your comment out of the break, and I will answer that. But you do. thank you for the super chat. Let's get out of the break, and I will answer that. I do. I like Micah Baskerville a lot. I was actually having this conversation like yesterday. I do think Omar Spates can be better than him, yes. Uh, Gary Anderson says, greetings from Houston via Opelousas. Yeah, me and my brother stopped in Opelousas, Gary, on the way to uh, Dallas a couple of weeks ago um, and had a Whataburger. <laughs> we kind of had a really big-time foodie trip. We ate Whataburger. We ate Texas barbecue. That was fantastic. 
We had steakhouse. We didn't eat breakfast anywhere. And we were up early. We had coffee. I will tell you, man, East Texas, North North Louisiana, East Texas have the best gas stations you'll ever see. They just they just do, man. They just do. Michael says from the 601, 601 in the house. Carlton Cisco says, West Houston, let's rod. You gotta love it. We got Kenneth Harris in Memphis in the 901. Um God dog it. Where did they um Kenneth, my father-in-law, God rest his soul before he passed, um, lived in, I'll have to get it. I'll have to get it. But he lived outside of Memphis. It's not Germantown. Um, I forget. But it was a really nice place, part of Memphis. Uh, Megan Pope says, hollering at you from Fort Payne, Alabama. But it's always go Tigers. You got to love it. You absolutely have to lure it. Lauren says, from Austin, Texas, by the way of the 318. It gets weird out there in Austin. It gets weird out there in Austin, baby. You know it. I know it. (laughs) Gets weird out there in Austin. Uh, I did get a tickets from somebody to go out to that comedy club. Um, I think Rogan actually uh, owns it or something. So we might go out there after the football season. Garrett Mullins says, Springfield, Louisiana, by way of the Tickfall River. I love that, Garrett. I love that. Springfield. They all need to take care of my guy, uh, Justin Owens, who is now a part of the coaching staff over there, y'all take care of him. He is a hothead. And as most fullbacks normally are, I'm just joking. I love him to death. But former fullback at Southeastern Louisiana by way of independence. You got to love it. All right, let's get rolling. We got a lot to talk about. Florida State fans all up in the DMs. Florida State fans all up in the mentions. They talking too much stuff. We talk about that tonight, and we think of them and the entire state of Florida. Yeah, man, hurricanes, brother. Y'all, you all have been through it. Especially you, you all that were in Tangy, Homa, parts of Baton Rouge, Livingston, all those areas, man, when Ida came through. If you're in the west part of the state, um, when Laura came through, man, this state's been hit way too hard by hurricanes, man. Way too hard. So we're thinking about everybody out there in the state of Florida, man, as Idalia, 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 uh, is going to make landfall soon. So, yes, indeed. We're praying for him. All right. Let's get rolling. We got a lot to discuss. Everybody do us a favor by hitting the like and share. Share to all those social media groups. Share to all those social media pages. If you're listening to us on YouTube, like, subscribe, and notification bell. You know what the deal is. If you're listening to us on where or, or wherever you listen to podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe. And if you're watching us on FUBU TV, welcome, welcome, welcome. It's going to be a good night. Let's talk about our good friends, though, over at GM Varno and Sons, our good friends over at betonline.ag. Stay with us. We got a lot to discuss. Florida State fans, don't be freaking. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way for you to wager on all of your favorite sports, contests, events, with the first-to-market odds and lines. Find reviews for all the news for each league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, college sports, 
esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports information for live in-game betting props and futures. Head on over to BetOnline today and use your mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50, that's BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0, to receive your 50% off welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag, BetOnline.ag. With over 65 years of experience, nobody is better equipped to service in your vehicle than GM Vardo and Sons. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motor chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. If you break down the side of the road in the greater Baton Rouge area, they will come and get you. And the best thing about that is that they can come and get you, and then they can bring your vehicle back to their shop and start the repairs right then. Again, GM Varno and Sons, go see them over at 2500 Fuller Boulevard. Give them a call at 225-664-9992. 225-664-9992. Tell them your good friend, Blake Rafino. Sit you on by. We're back! Texas isn't, but... Our good buddy Jay Crane at 7.30 thinks that they are. Thinks they could potentially make the playoff. Maybe we'll talk about that with him here tonight. Looking forward to Jay Crane from Crane & Company joining us at 7.30. Listen, you know this by now if if you've watched this show. There's a lot of you in here right now. You know, I know, everybody knows. I like talking a little trash. But the thing about talking trash is you got to make sure you don't get reckless. You got to make sure you don't get reckless. <laughs> As I told you a little bit ago, uh, we get comments all throughout the show after it's you know live at 7 p.m. every night, but I got to admit, I will admit this, Florida State fans are all up in the DMs, all up in the comments, after the shows, saying some outright bogus things. (laughs) All I'm going to say to the Florida State fans and the Florida State people, number one, we're with you in this hurricane thing, man. Like, first and foremost, we're with you. Like, let's cut a little bit of the BS aside. We're with you. We've had two Category 5 hurricanes in the last four years. We know exactly where you're at. And just for reference, sports are what takes us out of those hard times that some of us may go through. And it's we're able to take everything that we've gone through in the last couple days, maybe a week, whenever it was. Today's the uh, anniversary of Katrina and Ida, if I'm not mistaken. 18 years ago. Katrina is legal. That's how long ago Katrina happened. We've been there with you, man. And we do pray for everybody that goes through this. It's not fun, dude. It's not fun. That part of being a human, I side with you. But even though my house got hit with a Category 5 hurricane and I coming over across our house with my wife and small child here, probably shouldn't have stayed here. We're with you. 
and we can talk some BS. So let's talk about it. You're not blowing LSU out. Neither do I believe LSU's blowing you out. At some point, you got to be a little realistic. Now, I went on a Twitter space the other night, got set up for whatever reason. I, I, I don't know what that was about. But this is going to be a really good game. A very tough physical game. Arguably, one of the best defensive lines in the country meets arguably one of the best O-lines in the country. Guys, newsflash, you have a really damn good offensive line. It's what I talked about a little bit last night where I think that can propel you to getting where you want to go. You know, we we saw today, um, we saw today the captains that were named for LSU, Jane Daniels, Will Campbell, Makai Wingo, Greg Brooks. Two seniors and your two leaders that you announced this past week with seven and 18. You are built for this. You are built to go into Orlando and start this season off by winning. You, there's a lot of things you have to do. A lot of things you have to do. You got to get your skill players the ball out in space. You got to get off the field on third down that you couldn't do a year ago going 11 for 17. There are a lot of things that you have to do. However, however, this game is not going to be, in my opinion, neither side's going to blow each other out. This is potentially a playoff game. Now, do I give advantages to LSU in, in areas? You're damn right. You know, Florida State fans, reckless talking about Keon Coleman. He's a great wide receiver. He's never caught a pass for Florida State in a game. Never done it. And as a program, as a program that in all sports has seen transfers come and go, you better be careful of counting on every single thing that you have before you've seen them play a game. Even though I think that Braden Fisk is going to be a really good player, he's never played this level of opponent. He Not what he's going to see in Will Campbell, Emory Jones, and other people. Miles Frazier, Mason Lutzford. He has not seen this. He has not seen the speed at quarterback like Jaden Daniels, which we'll talk about Jaden and Jordan here in just a minute. But as Carter Bryant said last night, as we'll continue to say, this game does feel a lot like LSU versus Oregon some years ago in 2011, the opener. But you kind of have a, a, some more answers on this team than you had on that one. Now, that team had a secondary of pure dogs. Mo Claiborne, Brandon Taylor, Eric Reed, Ty Matthew, Farrell Simon. Dogs. Outright dudes. You have those dudes. Guys, regardless, you do have a pair of five stars that are in that secondary. Can they play up to their potential this season? We're going to find out. We will find out. Can two former five stars in Denver Harris and Sage Ryan, can they play up to that? But to every Florida State fan that's in the comment section, that are in the DMs, you're not blowing shit out. The only thing that gets blown out is the dude from Iris Breakdown that crapped himself. That's it. That's the only blowout that you will see around here. Because that game is not going to have one. <laughs> it's not going to have one. 
Here's the big reason why. We look into this quarterback battle, right? Jane Daniels, Jordan Travis. We heard from Jane Daniels today. He met with the media, and Matt Trent, our buddy, asked the ultimate question, the question that should have always been asked, the question that somebody needed to get to Jay didn't really ask him because it really hasn't been a, an emphasis. And good on Matt Trent for asking it. Jaden, what's it like being with Mike Denbrock and and Brian Kelly for two straight years, this being your second? He basically, in a nutshell, came out and said in the interview earlier today, hey, man, my head was spinning last year. Like, I, I did – there. it did not take me until a couple games, three, four, five, six games throughout the season where I was really comfortable in the offense. And the numbers kind of produced that. Until I got to Florida, until I could get my feet underneath me, now that he has Denbrock, now that he has Joe Sloan and Brian Kelly, and he's hearing the same voices, he's poised for an electric season. Last year, Jane Daniels connected on 68.6% of his passes. 2,913 yards, which... Barring an injury he had against Georgia, he would have gotten a 3,000. 17 touchdowns, three interceptions. He did have one receiving touchdown as well. He ran for another 885 yards with 11 touchdowns, 29 total. But it's like boxing or MMA, right? When you have a heavyweight bout, you need a good dance partner to make that fight a classic. I do think he's got it in Jordan Travis. I do think Jane Daniels as a guy that can really make plays and is just and is really good himself in Jordan Travis. He threw for 64% of completion last year. I should have mentioned that Jaden went 266 or 388 last year in his passing attempts. Jordan Travis went 226 for 353. Travis would throw for 3,214 yards, 24 touchdowns, five interceptions, 82 carries on 417 yards and seven touchdowns, 31 total touchdowns. Guys, these young men are a lot alike, and they come into a senior year. They come into their last year as college players, college quarterbacks. This is the matchup that makes it. I know you want to talk about D-line and O-line. You're right. You have to because it ultimately that that affects the quarterbacks. I'm with you. I know that this both of these teams have very good wide receiver cores. You're right. Malik Neighbors, Brian Thomas, Kyron Lacey, Aaron Anderson, Chris Hilton, Keon Coleman. Hey, man, we know a lot about this guy. We tried to recruit him in Destin Hill. Johnny Wilson, Jaheim Bell. Don't let me forget about Mason Taylor for LSU. Yes, we talk about those. These two young men, Jane Daniels or Jordan Travis, will will win you the game. The game will be on their backs. Who goes and wins it? And I think that Jane Daniels does it. When you have two dudes that accumulated... 60 touchdowns last year. 
One had damn near 300 or 3,000 passing yards. The other one did. One had 17 touchdowns. The other had 24. Guys, they're touchdown machines. They're really good quarterbacks. This is what makes it. I lean with Jaden on this one. You want to know? Look, you're um, – What's the word I'm looking for here? Your opinion of him can be whatever it wants, and it should be. There's a reason why Jane Daniels is number two in the Heisman, Heisman odds right now. People know and have seen, myself included, what he's done in the offseason, and hopefully, 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 he translates everything that we've seen all summer and what we saw this offseason that translate out into the field. I think Jaden Daniels is a better quarterback than Jordan Travis. And that's the reason why I think you win. Now, on Thursdays is normally when I give my score predictions. I've already let it out, the cat out of the bag, what I think because I've been asked about it so much. I think 38-31 LSU. I think this game gets pointsy. We'll get into the details as to why on Thursday. But when everything else seems to be even, because it does seem to be even, where you have a good O-line, they have a good D-line. You have a good wide receiver core, their DBs unit struggling. They have a good wide receiver core, your DBs are struggling. Does it, does it make – I mean, when you look at Florida State, you can look in the mirror and say to yourself, we look damn near identical. Here's the two areas that I don't think you're identical in. I still take Jane Daniels 10 times out of 10 over Jordan Travis, and I take Brian Kelly 20 times out of 10 because he's your head coach on your sideline. That, that is what I choose and pick. Don't underestimate the guy that you have on the sidelines now either. Mike Norvell's a good coach. You cannot debate that. You cannot debate that Mike Norvell has had winning seasons wherever he's been. Now, he's going to have to find he's going to have to show that he can do that in back-to-back years. Yes. He will have to. Brian Kelly has shown over the last 5 years he's going to win 10 games. Can he make it 6? He's going to make it 6. Jane Daniels is your is your X factor. If everything else is even, and you said Jane Daniels or Jordan Travis, I'm taking five. I'm taking five. So, yeah. Uh, Semper sends us a super sticker, 99 cent super sticker. Thank you so much for that. Corey, I forgot to answer your question here in the Super Chat. So, Corey Rogers sent us a four ninety nine Super Chat. He says, is Omar State's equal to or greater than? I think he's better. And I think Micah is a really, really, really good player. Really good player. So, when you look at the – so, we just got talking about the mirror images. I feel like I'm in another dimension. Like, this is a Marvel movie playing out as a football game. Because LSU and Florida State do mirror each other. I do think that LSU has the advantage there, though, at linebacker. I gave the four syllables last night. Hair rolled per tens. Florida State does not have that. 
There's not an X in, there's not an X or O on planet Earth that stops that. <laughs> I mean, maybe you can contain it. Yeah, double team them. Do what you got to do. That sounds fine. Guys, we got another one. Uh, Jeffrey Miley would says, Travis going to see Park in his dreams after Sunday. Let's go. Thank you for the super chat. I do agree. It's a, it's a juggernaut, man. It's a, it's a massive fight. I do feel that you have two teams that could compete for the playoff going at it. And, man, would it not set you up. Look, the truth. Now, you know how I feel about going to Como at 11 for LSU. But, man, you win this one. Ole Miss ain't got the defense to stop your ass. Missouri, I, I love drink. I love what he's doing in recruiting. But Uncle Rico's that quarterback. You going to Bama undefeated here? We'll see. All right. We do got to get this. I, I, I just told by the producers that Jay Crane's in the building, so we'll go to him. But look, good slate of games this week. We'll talk a little Colorado, Tennessee. We'll talk some Michigan with Harbaugh out. Jay picked, hey, hey, Jay picked Michigan to win the Natty. You know what? He said that, and I sprinkled some money on it. <laughs> I was like, shit. He just said it. I'm going to go sprinkle some money on it just in case. Be like, ha-ha. I won, bitches. You didn't. Florida, Utah is interesting to me. We'll talk a lot of college football with Jake, and we'll do that now. Let's talk about, though, our good friend Tyler Alexander over at EXP Realty and our good friends over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Jake Crane, Crane & Company, joins us next. He will sell your house and find you a new. Well, Tyler's the man, he's here for you. If you want to buy or sell, well, it's not too late. Dial 955-0008. Just call 955-0008. Y'all call Tyler, he'll shoot you straight. By the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Whether you've been injured in an accident, you're preparing for a future with your estate planning, you're getting ready to close in on a real estate deal, or you're about to welcome a new addition through adoption into your family, or you're facing criminal charges, you need very experienced attorneys, and that is what the Drake Williams Law Firm will be able to do for you in navigating the legal system. The door to their cozy office in historic downtown Ponchatoula has been open since 1981. They have helped thousands and thousands of Louisiana families and individuals win cases, close on real estate deals, and regain that peace of mind. Their lawyers over at the Drake Williams Law Firm, Ernie Drake III, Ryan J. Williams, and Summer Vignair are very determined, compassionate, and dedicated to their craft. It's the Drake Williams Law Firm, drakewilliamslawfirm.com. Give them a call today at 985-386-7600. Tell him your good friend Blake Rafino with AYS sent you on by. We're back. The man, the myth, the legend, mm. Jake Crane from Crane and Company is our guest. Dude, what's happening? Man, first off, Tyler Alexander song, absolute <laughs> banger. Absolute banger. Uh, number two, 
I'm so excited to be here on game week. I know we got an appetizer last week. I loved it. I was all over the Jacksonville State UTEP. I uh, know, under. me too. Nailed it. Nailed it. All over the San Diego State Ohio under. Nailed it. Maybe he's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> all right. The appetizer was great. We love the corn nuggets. The oysters were fantastic. Yeah, we went raw. This is America. I'm an American. But now we get the entree. We're going to be live streaming the Florida State LSU game on Sunday. We've already got chicken dip lined up, barbecue chicken sliders, pigs in a blanket, rotel dip. Please pour it all over me. I love it. <laughs> I did sprinkle. I, I, I did sprinkle. I saw you say Michigan. I got off your show mm-hmm. that morning and went and placed my bet. Yeah, it's a JG Wentworth situation. You want your money and you want it now. You go throw it on Michigan. I'm telling you. And the worst part is, listen, I'll I'll tell you guys, I hadn't beaten LSU in the natty. I'm sorry, not sorry. But that's how how much I think of LSU. But I do think Michigan wins it. But I I tell you what, man, I cannot wait. I cannot wait for that game on Sunday. Biggest pick there is. Biggest pick'em there is, in my opinion. I know we're going to get into it, Blake. I know you're in another dimension right now. I'm going to come save you. You're Matthew McConaughey behind the the bookshelf. <laughs> just push on a few of them. I'll find you. Uh, but at the end of the day, man, I'm just so glad it's here. It's the best time of year. The air's better. The sun's shining brighter. My wife's cooking dinner down there. I'm going down there. I'm just going to destroy it the minute I get done with this. Uh, but I'm super-duper excited. Dude, she made Crunchwrap Supremes. Congratulations. Oh, oh Blake. Like, I'll get emotional on it. You know I will. Um, I now that. She made chicken parmesan sliders last night. I'll go to jail for those. <laughs> I'll take a charge for those. I'll well, go play for Coach well, Musselman I, and take a charge for well, those. Well, listen, don't be like Eric Gilbert, okay? Dude, how many chances? I know he's got mental health problems, but, dude, you see the video? I did. The alleged? Hold on. The alleged it was him. video? It, it was him. Bro, you're du- gone. See ya. Bye. What, Jake, dude, that's what not idiot. a mental health issue. Bro, you've – look, okay, you've coached a team before. You've been on a team before. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me one of the dudes on his team ain't got a little weed to, to suffice for him till tomorrow? Bro, you're just you're, – you're an idiot. Like, I, that's the only way I can put it. Like, you know what the saddest part is, though, Blake? Do you know how many people would would die to have half the talent that Arik has? I mean, look at more – dude's got more opportunities than Jordan Belfort, man. I mean, just, I mean, at the end of the day, you just, you blew it, dog. He did blow it. And he's an immense talent. He could have been one of the top dudes. Highest rated tight end ever. That's how much people thought of him. Jake, I got to go. Before we get to your Michigan, your playoff picks, I do got to ask you or, or get to this with you. I feel some spooky shits going on in Florida and Utah Thursday. Oh, God. You got, you got, you, you, dude. You, I, you, I don't uh, want. I don't want to. Senses are tingling over there, or what? Okay, so listen, we're in Louisiana, and I have you on tonight. I saw a gator cross the road. Sign. Oh, yeah, the signs, man. You got to trust them. Look, you can't go seeking them out, but you got to trust them. There's supposed to be a blue moon or something tomorrow night. I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, <laughs> but here's what I'll say: I don't even think all the voodoo in Louisiana could help Florida with Graham Mertz at quarterback. I don't know if You're probably. I don't know if Harry Potter riding the Nimbus 3000 with a wand in his hand could save Florida with Graham Mertz. And I'll say this. Will Cam Rising play? I, I don't know. Kyle Whittingham's one of the best ever at, at keeping secrets. Mm. Uh, the dude's work for the government. But <laughs> but I am hammering Utah minus six and a half. I'm, ha- I'm absolutely hammering it. Here's why. Here's why. 
You know this, Blake, better than anybody. You played it. I played it. Been around it. Games won and lost up front. No doubt. Utah has a damn good offensive line and defensive line. And with Florida, we know the, the type of offense. Y'all seen it down there at, at ULL. Billy want, Billy running that pistol, the quarterback needs to be able to move. Right. Like, and it's not just keeping the ball in the zone read. It's not just the cue power. It's extending the play inside the pocket and outside the pocket. I don't think Graham Mertz can do that. And I've seen some people say, oh, well, Paul Chris misused Graham Mertz. Yeah, you want to know how he misused him? He played him. That's how he misused him. He played him. You signed him and you played him. And Graham Mertz never done anything wrong to me. But I've watched Graham play. And you know what? Who knows what the hell's really going to happen. But you go to Utah. All right, that elevation's a real thing. It's a real, a real thing. thing. I know the tight end's a little beat up, but that third-string quarterback they have because the second one went down the scrimmage, he balled against Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. They sent some dude they got from Bishop Sycamore that lied his way up there in the roster. Right. So I think Utah's going to be able to control the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. They're going to be able to win third down, and they're at home. And don't forget, Blake, this one's personal. They lost that game last year at the end. Vontrell Miller, absolute monster, love his game, picked that ball off in the end zone. This one's personal. All offseason, they've been thinking about it. Cost us. It cost. Imagine if they had won that game and finished the year the way they finished it against USC. Imagine that. So don't take that for granted. And, I mean, half of them are 30 years old anyway. I mean, they're worried about paying a mortgage and electric bill and stuff like that and taking care of kids. They're not out here doing stupid stuff. So I, I like Utah minus six and a half. Bathe me in it. You know, it's interesting you said about the altitude and why I would, like, I just think it's such a massive factor. Portier got knocked out by Gaethje a couple weeks ago. And he was sleeping in some, like, elevation tent. He said, I could have Dude. slept in that thing for four years. It wouldn't have prepared me. Blake, Blake, it's the same. You remember last year, Utah? They played in elevation. Everybody's like, oh, you're going to be in great shape. Guess what? Elevation is not humidity. They went down there in the swamp. Go back and watch that game. Their DBs are puking up Gatorade halfway through the first quarter. I mean, they were cramping up halfway through the first right. quarter. It's the exact opposite. You can go run in that humidity. You can do all the push-ups and sit-ups and pull-ups you want to, but you go up there in that elevation and play, it's different. The air's thinner. Your body, there's no way to get used to it. You go out there for a week, and if you've ever had altitude poisoning in your life, which I have, it's the first time I ever watched the movie Rat Race. They hooked me up to an oxygen machine, like an octogenarian. Uh, but you go out there and do it, man. It's it's different. It's going to have an effect. And Florida's not exactly littered with depth. Right. They're not. And, it, yeah, they have a couple of linemen go down there in bad, bad, Big bad shape. Justice Boone's out for the year now. They're probably one of their top two pass rushers. Right. Without a doubt, one of their top two pass rushers. Yeah, you're probably right. You just talked me off the ledge. The Gator might have been an idiot. All right. Let me ask you this. Is Texas back? Well, you know, it's it's. I'm not a trends guy, Blake. Because if trends always stayed the same, nobody would ever get better. Nobody would ever get worse. And, right. I, and I don't look at it from a fan perspective. I don't care what they did in 2011. I don't care. That has no bearing on this team. When I look at Texas and I look at any team, I look at all the factors that go into it. You have an offensive line that should be top five in the country. And I know LSU fans in the chat and on the show, they're going to disagree with me. That's fine. That, that's I get that. Fan short for fanatical. But I look at facts. I deal in facts. It's a Harvey Specter situation over here. <laughs> All right. So they have an offensive line that should be top five in the country. You have a good tight end. I know you lost B. John Robinson, but Keelan Robinson and those guys, they have, they have backs at Texas. I'm not worried about running backs at right. Texas. 
You returned five out of the top six pass catchers, and you added A.D. Mitchell, a guy that's shown you he can do it in the biggest moments at the end. We saw he did at Georgia. And and let's face it, Quinn Ewer's a good player. Quinn Ewer showed you flashes. It's time for him to take that jump. But under Sark, I think he will take that jump. Biggest question, Sark, and I think he's got all the tools around him and that defense. I do think Texas doesn't need to have the steel curtain. They don't need to have the greatest defense in the country. They just need to be a top 30, top 35 defense. I like what they did in the transfer portal. I think their front seven is going to be physical. I think their front seven's deep. I got Texas running the table all the way through the Big 12 championship game and losing to, wait for it, LSU in the college football playoff. So I saw when you did your playoff and then y'all did y'all's conference picks. Jake, the crazy thing is nobody in that conference except Oklahoma is projected to have six and a half wins plus. Like it's nuts. It's, it's not. Nuts. I got Texas Tech playing Texas. I got Oklahoma going ten and two, and Texas Tech. Shout out to Joey McGuire yeah, playing him. Texas and right. losing in the Big Twelve Championship. I got Texas Tech beating Oregon week two at home. Remember, I said that Tyler Shuck's a hell of a player. He got hers last year. Texas Tech returns ten starters on offense, nine on defense. They've recruited really well. They were spotty in the portal where they needed to be spotty because you don't want to build the ship out of the portal. You just want to plug holes in the ship with it, and that's what they did. They run a different style of offense. You look at that schedule, Texas Tech, man, uh, they're scary. I do like take. I like McGuire a lot, and they. The, I, I did. I did think that they would be. If there's any TCU team, I agree with you on that. It could be them from last year. Like it could they're be nasty, Texas Tech. Man. They are nasty. Na- if Shuck stays healthy. You know, their backup left and went to Houston. Right. The Donovan Smith kid. But I, I'm telling you, I love Joey McGuire and Jeff Trailer, two high school legends that are doing their thing. Uh, and there's a hell of a matchup with Jeff Trailer and UTSA in Houston week one. That's a big one for Ernie McCracken, a.k.a. Dana Holgerson. <laughs> See his hair? Their Dude. hair's always the same, like halfway through the third quarter. You ever seen uh, – I'm, I'm sure you've watched this. Have you watched Game of Thrones? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Okay, you remember the yes. guy. You remember the guy that used to light his sword on fire, and he was balding, but he had like the ponytail. Yes, that's Dana Holgerson, man. That's his twin brother. Blake, you're right. That's his oh twin. Oh my god, I, dude! Typically, I'm the one that make these connections. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. I did not. That sword, is that's fire, Holgerson. They 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 might win the Big Twelve. Look, I, yeah, you give him a, you give him a flaming sword. I mean, we got a flaming dragon, but we have a flaming sword. I, dude, I love that. What happened to my man's foot? What happened to Blaine's ankle? Oh, it's his Achilles. Oh, he no. snapped it like a fat kid on a swing set. <laughs> he uh, he no. was playing flag oh, football. Man. No, I want to tell this story. He's playing flag football, coming off the line halfway through the second quarter. Been roasting this kid, just roasting him. I mean, Blaine's 6'4", like, and he can, oh, he's not yeah. the fastest. He's a possession guy. He's like that guy at BYU. You're like, oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> this white dude out wide to make all these plays. He runs 4'7". Uh, and now he said he just stepped off the line and snapped it. And all of a sudden, I'm having dinner with my wife on date night, one of the few we get. And I get a call from Blaine. And he's like, hey, my Achilles, I snapped it. West Park, Nashville, come get me. So I go get him. And he was hurting so bad, man. He was making like Native American chants in the back of the oh, car. He was hurting so bad, dude. It's tough. Tough look. Well, I do hate that. I just thought like maybe he rolled it. I didn't know he tore his Achilles. No, Dang. he tore his Achilles. He snapped it. He's on the. I mean, he's been going around in, in a scooter. I mean, he was around. He's got to like drive those things at Publix now. Kobe tore his. You know, only only dude, great athletes it's the do. The worst, man. I know. The worst. You do have Michigan in your playoff. 
You want to talk me through that? Because I agree. I, I do. We There's a lot of things that you and I agree on. That O-line's going to carry the shit out of them. They have two good backs and McCarthy back, dude. They could be deadly. That that I, I think up front, pound for pound, Michigan's got the best offensive line in the country. They, right, George is right there with them. But they see, they got seven of them. Like at SEC Media Days, we were talking to a scout that's like, look, there are seven offensive linemen that could get drafted from Michigan off this team. Seven. Right? J.J. McCarthy didn't have to be Drew Brees or Dan Marino. They got enough talent outside. We know what they have with Donovan Edwards and Blake Corm in the back. Tight end's always going to be fine at Michigan. They're going to have some big white dude that's pissed off making plays the whole time. Then that defense, that front seven's going to be physical. They should be better at linebacker than they have been in a while. Uh, and you look at that schedule, you get Ohio State at home, right? You do play Penn State on the road. That's going to be the, the, the one you're really going to have to get through. But listen, I'll tell you this too, Blake. I got Wisconsin playing Michigan. I got Wisconsin beating Ohio State at home. Don't fall for this Ohio State trap. Don't fall for it. I'm telling you right now, Ohio State is going to lose at Notre Dame, too. They're going to lose at Notre Dame. Remember I said, no, they're going to lose at Notre Dame. Remember I came on here and said that they're going to lose at Notre Dame. Ohio State's going to lose at Wisconsin. They're going to lose to Michigan. And them and Bama are going 9-3. and three. So let's touch on that. You don't have any I, – I don't – defensively, they are a mess, I think, in the front seven. Ohio State. You talking about Bama? No, I'm talking about – well, them, too, but – Talking about Ohio State, dude, I don't think that they have – Jake, well, the best teams that they played, they gave up seven yards per carry. Yeah, and, and and look, they got some guys that can really rush the passer. Ohio State, and you know this, everybody in here knows this, they they all – they have great athletes, right? right? USC has great athletes, too, on defense. Here's the problem with Ohio State this year. Kyle McCord just got named the starter, right? Not saying that Kyle's is a bad player. Ohio State's had a great run of quarterbacks. I don't think Kyle's going to be CJ, especially early, right? They, they're not going to really get tested until they go to Notre Dame. But you lost both your tackles and your center, and you're replacing a quarterback. That's a danger. I know Ohio State recruits at a high level. They're going to have some, you know, Siberian cave trolls that tackle again this year. But, like, it's going to take a little bit of time, and I don't believe in this Kyle McCord kid the way that, that everybody else does. So I'm just, I'm just telling you right now, Ohio State smells like nine and three, and Luke Fickle in Wisconsin, man. I'm just, I'm telling Tanner Mordecai, don't think you'd be crazy. Sprinkle a little bit, sprinkle just a little bit on him I getting do. to New York, not winning it. You know, if you're feeling dangerous, do it. But if if you're feeling just kind of dangerous, mm -hmm. you know, like maybe you want to throw a little Tony Satchers on there or something like that. I don't know if that's disrespect. That's not, in the, disrespect. you know, on a Louisiana show. No, but I uh, I throw it on Tanner to get to get to New York. I like him a lot. And, dude, it's going to be so weird watching them throw the ball everywhere. That's going to be the weird thing for Wisconsin. Watch them just throw it everywhere yeah. with Longo. Um, Want to get to Alabama and Auburn with you. Am I nuts to think that they're going 10-2, Alabama? No. Or, no, not not at all. I, I got them going 9-3, and three, and I do want to say this. Josh, no, I'm not kidding, dog. When Notre Dame beats Ohio State, I'm coming back here like Jordan, wearing the 4-5 <laughs> and not to play games with you. I don't kid. I look like the Riddler to you. Uh, But, anyways... Anyways, sorry, I digress. Um, I'm not used to being able to see the chat during the show. You know, Blaine handles that, so this is fun for me. Oh, uh, yes, indeed. Yes, when indeed. it comes to Bama, I'll say the same thing I said about Ohio State, but you have even more transition at Bama. You got two new coordinators. You're replacing a left tackle and a quarterback for the first time since when, whenever. I can't remember the last. That typically doesn't happen with Nick Saban. Not only that, you're now having an offensive identity shift back to bully ball. Now, I'm not saying that's stupid. 
But when De Bama was dominating teams with bully ball, they had a monopoly on the offensive line and the defensive line. No doubt. There was nobody that was even close to Bama up front. When it was third and one on the offensive line, and you knew they were running it. I knew they were running it. God knew they were running it. We call it middle finger runs. You couldn't stop it. Right. On defense, they could overwhelm you up front and totally throw you out of, out of your game and make you dribble with your left hand. That That's Georgia right now. That's Michigan right now. Not that Bama doesn't have good personnel, but there's some unknowns with Bama. I, I do think they beat LSU at home, but I got them losing at AM. I got them losing to Texas at home, and I got them losing the Iron Bowl at Auburn. Here's a fun stat for you. There's in the last 20 years, the only SEC teams to go on the road and go undefeated in back-to-back -back weeks. Last year's Georgia team, 2019 LSU. Bama does that going to AM. I think that there's no, enough, it's it look there's and, and again who's you're, the quarterbacks Jalen Milrow I don't think fits that system I don't either like everybody's sitting here talking about Jalen Milrow Jalen Milrow Jalen Milrow that's fine unless he's just totally changed himself as a passer he's an RPO guy he's a zone read guy he's a get in 10 personnel 11 personnel split zone keep it split zone split a uh, slip zone read uh Q power Q counter He's not a get under center in 12 personnel and run a pro-style offense off play action. Right. So then, it, to me, it comes down to Tyler Buckner and Ty Simpson. Tyler Buckner, he's got a couple more passes than I do, and half of them went to Marshall's defense. <laughs> Ty Simpson hasn't thrown one in the game. Now, I'm not saying Bama's going to be bad or the dynasty's dead or any of that stupid stuff. What I'm saying is it's going to take some time, and there's more unknowns with Alabama this year than there was in 2015 when they could run the checkup up front. Like, so I, everybody in the world now, like all of a sudden leaks from fall camp, Bama's offensive line's great. They're great. So everybody starts picking them, right? Everybody just loses their mind <laughs> on game day. They just, everybody picks them mm. and all these sports, many people pick them. And you know what? Who knows? Who knows? Would we really be shocked if Bama went 12-0? No, 12 and not at all. No. Would you be shocked if they went 9-3? and three? No. The spectrum of result is wider right now for Alabama than it has been in a long time. So spare me if I don't crown them yet when I look around and see LSU returning four out of five offensive linemen, including two NFL tackles, returning the legit tight end, returning guys at wideout, including Malik Neighbors that are NFL players, adding Logan Diggs to a pretty deep backfield. And, oh, yeah, you, they just made a movie about Harold Perkins. It's called Oppenheimer. Nobody's more explosive <laughs> than that, dude. All right, I want to get to them one more, though. All, very quickly on Auburn. Flipping five stars from Georgia and Alabama. Hugh Freeze has got money in the bank, huh? <laughs> that was massive. Okay. I cannot remember the last time Auburn flipped. And we're all fans of somebody. You know me. I'm harder on Auburn than anybody. But I've been Correct. Hugh Freeze to get the job for like six years. I know. So, I, I haven't seen this in a long time. Auburn's aligned for the first time in a while. Players, fan base, donors, coaches, everybody's aligned. Just go eight and four. That's all I'm asking. Look, Auburn's got money. Like Gucci Man said it back. It's long money. People don't realize Auburn. Auburn's got Colonial Bank. Got bro. white hair about, on like, it. It's so yeah, old. It's got white long hair. Long money in Auburn. Mm -hmm. I mean, Tim Cook, CEO of Apple, Auburn guy. You want to talk about bread? There's some long bread at Auburn. And when they believe in it, they'll spend it. So you just need to go out there and look competent year one. Keep the momentum going. I do think they get to eight and four, which would be huge. It would be huge for Auburn. Get to a decent bowl game. Put on your dancing shoes. Go out there, have a good time. Get you a top 10 class. Let's reorganize and regroup. LSU, Florida State, and you had LSU going to the national title. Jake, I think that this is 
a playoff type matchup. I, I do. It's why it scares the shit out of me if I'm an LSU fan to some extent. What do you think about Sunday and LSU overall? It's like, man, you can't get Arkansas State week one. I mean, damn. I know. Look at Michigan, right? Look at Bama. Middle Tennessee. Can't get that week one. Anyways, here's what I here's what I'm calling this game, Blake. It is the biggest insurance game of the season. I actually let a show off with this. And what do I mean by that? If you're gonna play this game, playing it week one is perfect, right? You see some teams that are playing big conference opponent week week one, screw that. Give me a non-conference team. Because mm-hmm. let's say LSU wins it. You just bought yourself a loss at Alabama. Right. So let's say LSU wins this one, goes eleven and one, loses at Bama, and let's say they don't win the West. And Bama loses to Georgia and has two losses. Well, Florida State has the type of year everybody thinks they're going to have. That's a hell of a loss. And it was week one. So, I mean, it's a million years ago. And you're going to move up the rankings and move up the rankings and move up the rankings. If you win it and you're LSU, right? Or excuse me, if if LSU uh, loses it, you, you are pr- going to have to thread the needle late. But if you do get there late, and let's say it does come down to two losses for you to get in, or you have that one Florida State loss, you run through the SEC, win the SEC championship, it doesn't matter. But if it comes down to it, that Florida State loss, if it is a loss in week one, which I don't think it is going to be, is a hell of a loss if Florida State does what I think they're going to do this year, which is at worst go 10-2 and two and play in the ACC championship game against Clemson. This Brian Kelly thing's working. Dude, I said it. Stepfather you never knew you needed. I know. Until all of a sudden he, he walks in. What does he say? Clean up your room. Stop calling your mom by her first name. Right? right. Treat animals better, you psycho. Like, and then all of a sudden you don't realize that you needed them. And you're walking across the, the stage at Harvard, you know, with getting a getting a, a job at Pearson Hardman. That's my second Suits reference. You can tell what I've been watching on Netflix. I do. All right? Because all LSU needed, they didn't need some wizard X's and O's guy. They needed... Because consistency has been the problem. You won one national championship with a guy that ate grass. You run another one with a guy that smoked it. All you need, the problem for LSU has been consistency. That's it. So you bring in a CEO. He says, listen, here's the structure. We're going to be accountable. You're going to be expected to be on time, be at this place, handle your business, and we're going to turn this thing into a monster because that's what LSU's always been. You've got all the resources. You're Saudi Arabia to oil. You're in a great state for football. You're the state school. You The brand goes nuts. Y'all don't just get hot. Y'all get white hot. So all LSU needed was that stepdad to come in and, and, bring, and, and bring some structure to it. Hey, let's go. Stop smoking cigarettes. You're 11. It's a great analogy. It's a great analogy. Uh, and I do agree that, you know, the, by the way, the Orgeron clip is going on Twitter. <laughs> just, just letting you know. They're Dude, already the going to clip it. But it's true. I mean, you finally have competence in the building, and that's what makes a, a massive, massive difference. Jake, last last thing for you, and I'll get you out of here. How long you think Saban, if he does go 9-3, and three, you think you think he's done, Saban? Here's the worst part. Probably the best thing for college football for everybody else is for them to go undefeated and win the Natty. Like, I don't see Nick. The only way Nick leave, Nick isn't leaving on 9-3, and three, right? Unless he just realizes, hey, I'm not as effective as what I used to be, and I'm the problem. But I have a hard time believing that Nick Saban is going to look around and say, hey, I'm the problem. Um, there's, there's one person that can end it all. Her name's Terry, right? They just bought a, a mansion on an island which kind of scares me. It scares me when billionaires are trying to leave the planet and Nick Saban's buying stuff on islands, but that's the story. <laughs> but 
I don't think Nick Saban is going out on a low note. I, I don't think so. So he's what? I mean, he here's the problem, Blake. If this takes forever, he's going to be there for a while. They may blend him into a robot and have the Sabatron 3000, like some C-3PO looking thing that just screams at, at you know, Tommy Reese the whole time to make better decisions. Uh, while Kevin Steele's just as old as he is, two ro- robots. <laughs> he'll have three the hairs Steelatron- on the top of his head. He'll yeah, him and the back. Steelatron and the Sabinatron to be hooked together with some wire, <laughs> you know, roaming the sidelines. But uh, no, AI, look, bro, it's think- a thing. Look, it's a re- look. Look at AI. You think it's a problem now? Just not that forever. Please, God, not that forever. Uh, but no, I don't think nine and three leaves. I don't think nine and three leaves. Um, but because that ESPN deal will be waiting on him for as long as he wants it. No, so. No. No, unfortunately not, Blake. Jay Crane, Crane & Company, thank you so much, buddy, for joining us. Blake, it's always great. Hope the fam's well. It uh, should be a heck of a year. The game's back. Regardless of all the changes, the on-the-field product is fantastic. And can, can I throw out a few bets everybody needs to take yes, real quick? Yes, please. Hammer the Minnesota-Nebraska under at 43-and-a-half. Hammer it. It's supposed to be 30-mile-per-hour wins. All they're going to do is run the ball. Matt Rule, I promise you, he's a defensive guy at heart. He's going to want to run the ball. That game just smells like 17-14 or 20-14. Hammer that under. I don't think you'd be crazy taking North Texas plus 200 at home against Cal with what they have coming back. I know they lost some guys on defense to transfer portal. Those are two to look at. And I do want to say this. We are like a 1,000 away from 100,000 subscribers on YouTube on Crane & Company. Right. Go, Go subscribe. subscribe. Some of you I'm sure have never heard about me. Where have you been? Walk outside. Uh, we do a live show every weekday morning from 6.30 a.m. to 8 a.m. Central. Live calls, live chat, great guests talking everything. Go subscribe. I want to get to 100,000. Reed's over here. She says, what's up, Blake? What's up, and, Reed? Uh, congratulations on the wedding. Uh, he said, congratulations on the wedding. Which You're means welcome. me too, because we are the ones who got married. <laughs> Definitely. Blake, it's always great to see you, man. Love you. Uh, t- tell my nephew I said what's up. I will. That's Jay Crane, Crane & Company. Thank him so much for joining us. He's fantastic, dude. Crane & Company, go sub. All right. I'm going to make some of my predictions. Let's go around your SEC when we get back. We got about seven minutes. So, uh, Jake is fantastic, dude. Loving to death. Love him to death. Ben loves him, too. All right. So, my good, good friend, Carol Falls over at State Farm. But our good friend, John Patton, over at GMFS Mortgage. If you're buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage that you have now, or even doing the cash-out refi, timing has never been better. Get in touch with him today at 225-614-1234. Let him know Blake sent you on by. Let's talk about our good friend, Carol Falls over at State Farm. We return around your SEC picks next. Guys, you might know my good friend, Carol Falls, and all the great service that he provides over at State Farm. He is your good neighbor after all. But did you know State Farm has surprisingly great rates as well? Along with a great neighbor service, State Farm agent Carol Falls has surprisingly great rates for everyone inside the state of Louisiana. So call him today at 985-395-4300, 985-395-4300 for all of those surprisingly great rates on auto, home, and life insurance needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there, and individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to the State Farm underwriting requirements. Yes, Jake was great. I see it in the comments. He was. He is always fantastic. Listen, he's probably right on the Utah thing. So as we go around the SEC here in week one, Florida heads to Utah. I don't like that Florida headed out today to go to Dallas and then going to Utah. 
I just don't really trust Cam Rising being out. If I'm a betting man, <clears throat> I stay away from that game uh, because I just don't – I don't trust Utah either. They don't have a lot of depth on their offensive line. I do want to lean a little bit of Florida, but I probably would pick Utah. Missouri takes on South Dakota. Come on, dude. Tennessee and Virginia <clears throat> uh, this weekend. Look, if Joe Milton – this is the J- Joe Milton coming out party. Right, The Joe Milton coming out party. Can you be the guy that everyone believes you to be? Either Joe Joe Milton is going to be a Heisman-type contender or he's going to be a bust. Based off of the rhetoric around him, he's got to have a big year. I do think he starts off really hot. And puts up some good numbers against Virginia. I don't think Virginia is the team that will show him up. Ball State and Kentucky, yeah, whatever. Let's see what Larry does. I am intrigued by this one. A&M and, and New Mexico uh, get it on, pause, in the 12th man, in Junction. Not really Junction, but in uh, Aggieland. I do find this game highly interesting just due to the nature of uh, A&M and the new offensive system. I want to see how that looks. So I have starred that one. If everything comes to fruition to A&M and offensively they look good, okay, then you know that you have a little bit of a game on you when you face them at the end of the year. Ole Miss and Mercer, they have not announced their starting quarterback yet. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Um, So we'll see. We'll see with Ole Miss. I do expect them to roll out multiple quarterbacks. Let's see what happens in Oxford. Arkansas and West Carolina, yeah. And UMass and Auburn might be a little interesting. Let's see what the Hugh Freeze um, era looks like. I do like Hugh Freeze. I do like UMass to cover to some extent, 37 and a half. I might sprinkle a little dust on that UMass-Auburn game. I might take the points. Look, UMass, they are bad, but let's see what Auburn looks like. Oh, UMass did not look bad last week. Some non-SEC Week 1 games, Colorado at TCU, UNC at USC. I'm taking TCU, and we'll talk about this tomorrow. A lot more tomorrow on the Rafino and Joe show. I don't know about old UNC's defense. I do think Spencer Rattler, even though he might not be that great, UNC defense is literally, literally one of the worst defenses in the Power Five in the secondary. Spencer could go off. Duke and Clemson, give me the give me Clemson. Look, there's two things we know in the or three things we know in this world. Texas, death, and a Riley brother having good offenses, I do think that they really show up in this one. But Duke is going to be a little scrappy. But I do think Clemson starts getting back to their old ways. Ohio State and Indiana, I wouldn't bet that one either. But Ohio State clearly wins that one. They clearly win that one. All right. So we've gone around the ACC. Are we going around the college football and the SEC? Excuse me. Uh, That's what we're picking. So... Been fun. Shout out to our good buddy Jay Crane over at Crane and Company. It's been a good night. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Y'all have a good one.
Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.